What's up, guys? You're tuned in to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael and Ryan Kay. Check them out every Tuesday right here on Anchor, the best part of your day via podcast. What's up, everybody? It is March 14th, 2022. You are listening to The Scoreboard, brought to you by Anchor, a place where two bros talk about sports, pop culture, and everything else in between. You guys could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and for that, we appreciate you. We're your host, the Heartbreak Kid, Michael Hill, and the Arcade, Ryan K. How you doing, my man? I've been better. I've been a lot better. Um, you're, certainly, you're certainly a lot better as opposed to when I seen you earlier. Oh yeah, I mean we're uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of wh- a lot of why I'm not doing well will be covered in today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, in in the words of the great arcade, this is this is the worst off season he's had as as a human being. Ever. Oh yeah, and the arcade's only been on this luscious earth for 31 years. Yeah, man, I was I literally like when you walked in, I was like, yeah, this is as a sports fan, this is probably the worst off season I've ever had. Like, genuinely. Like, because the thing is, it's just back-to-back things, you know? Mm-hmm. So that that's that's the problem. It's like, a thing I didn't want to happen, happened. Another thing I didn't want to happen, happened. And, and then another thing I didn't want to happen, happened. Which it's like, is, what the fuck? Which is the first thing we're going to talk about. What's the first thing that happened that did Well, what order was the thing that, you know, well, as far as, like, bad... Because I know, like, you know, one of the things that you didn't want to happen is what we're going to talk about next. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, it was, you know, the two the two, the two, two worst things that happened were the Freddie Freeman thing and the Kirk Cousins thing. Yes. Um, the Freddie Freeman thing probably hurts more. The Kirk Cousins thing is just I'm, I'm tired. Irate. Yeah, it's just I'm tired and I'm just irate. At, I hate that man with the fire of a thousand suns um the freddie freeman thing hurts more just because our ownership is cheap Mm -hmm. but again we'll get into that um 
But yeah, so, but would you like to take the floor and talk about the first thing oh, for a second? I thought I was done with this motherfucker. I thought everybody was done with this motherfucker. But this cocksucker can't seem to get away. I like, and if you've been living under a rock, which I know a lot of people haven't, because this dude's a diva and he just loves the attention. Tom Brady's fucking back. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't know how to feel about this. I, I, I'm, I am annoyed. I'm upset. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of indifferent. But then again, like a part of me kind of wants to see him play. I like, I'm just all over the place. I'm all over the place. So, Tom, I, I, I need to ask you something, man. Like, you know, was your home life really that bad that you, you had the, you were just like, did you and Giselle get into a fight and you was like, fuck this bitch, I'm going back to work? I like, was you tired of paint, uh, like watching Paw Patrol? Was you tired of watching the real world? I like, you know, what is it, man? I like, you was tired of being in your big, luxurious house? You know what I'm saying? You know what? I like to the Brady kids. You know, you will never listen to this podcast. But if you do, I want you to know that you little bastards. They're like, you know, you have two sons and you have a daughter. One that you kiss violently on the lips, on the mouth. You know what I'm saying? You bastards are so damn, like, you know, anemic. You mongrels are so damn bad. You had this man sit here and think to himself, you know what? I'd much rather get hit by a 300 fucking pound lineman than be around you fucking mongrels. And that... I like as a football fan infuriates me stop being dickheads that motherfucker should be home right now we shouldn't be talking about Tom Brady but here we are I like here we are I like you know what I'm saying that like and he wanted to bask in all the fucking glory because he didn't get to go out the way he wanted to because the news are broke that he is retiring and he wasn't the motherfucker that got to do it you know what I'm saying so I know he felt some type of way about that then all of a sudden like I ain't got I got unfinished business to do let's fucking go LFG you know what I'm saying like no long live Tom Brady I'm back baby it makes me fucking sick then you have like you know what I'm saying the, the closet dwelling uh, Buccaneers fans who weren't fans until about two years ago coming out the fucking closet took some yeah man let's go the goat back man fuck you guys fuck this shit the only thing good that happens about this is that that bum ass center that you got ryan jensen stays in fucking tampa because i would have been hella upset i like if he would have been a new york jet that dude is anemic and passed <laughs> past the protection he would have got zach wilson killed like you know what i'm saying and he causes penalties he's a penalty machine we already got enough of those on our offensive line we don't need another one that's going to be a lot more expensive than the center that we got and you know what i'm saying and it ain't that he's not that much better than so good luck with that you know what i'm saying all of it i like you know what i'm saying so you know I, the only thing i hope is that he don't you know, he fully implodes just like brett Favre. because the last person that said i got unfinished business was brett Favre, and we seen how that turned out but that ain't gonna happen because you know what i'm saying god isn't real and he doesn't like us and tom brady has to be on top and has to be great forever so that's not gonna be a thing the only thing i hope is that the uh, la rams can somehow bring the band back together and beat these cocksuckers once again but i think i'm asking for too much because usually when i want something it doesn't happen because i didn't think those uh, those knobbers were going to beat the bucks in the first place them cocksuckers surprised me but now that i want it it probably won't happen we probably might see these jokers in another fucking super bowl and i'm gonna hate life i'm gonna hate life you know what i'm saying the mere fact like the last time i played we played tom brady was was uh last year and we almost beat them in new york 
and we had a great game and nobody cared because of Antonio Brown <laughs> who's not going to be there next year you know what I'm saying? I like, and somehow I want to know what the hell their cap situation is like because it just seemed like as soon as Tom Brady came back, that's when everybody else wanted to come back. Like you know, Carlton Johnson, I think that's one of their corners is coming back. Jensen came back. The band's coming back together. Where do you guys have all this fucking money from? Well, like how? Where? Because you know, because you know, Tom Brady's gonna want his money. He's been playing for new in New England for cheap for about 20 fucking years. He wants to get paid. Where are you guys getting this money from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is ridiculous. Or another reason why he came back. That cocksucker Tom Brady must have seen how, how, how the inflation on gas prices went. And he was like, fuck it. He needs to come back to work and unretire. That could be a thing. I don't know what gas is like in uh, in Tampa right now. But if it's anything like it is in South Carolina, I assume it's about 5 or $6 a gallon. You know what I'm saying? Hell, even that, even now, hurt a millionaire's pockets. I'm a thousand there, and it's hurting me. So I know it might hurt uh, hurt a millionaire, cause I like, cause Tom Tom Brady looks like he's kind of cheap. You know what I'm saying? If you ask me, Giselle be the one that be spending the money. I like, he looks like he's kind of cheap. You know what I'm saying? So that could be a thing. You know, I like, it's just. Ugh. I like why do I have to deal with this shit? After all the nice things I said to you, I even I even swallowed my pride. And wore a fucking Tom Brady jersey on one of my fucking Twitch streams to pay homage to you. And you have the nerve to do this to me. I feel like Denzel Washington in training day. As soon as I saw it, I like, oh, you motherfucker. Because that's out there. I like, you know what I'm saying? I sent the picture to my aunt. Though I did look good. I did look good. I like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of girls said I look good in Patriot and Patriot colors, but fuck them. I like, you know, it was. It, but I'm also a, a jersey collector and a jersey connoisseur. And you can't be one of those if you don't have. Like a Tom Brady jersey, I'm just saying. I just have it, just on lock smash. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get one before it was cheap. I got that shit off eBay for forty dollars, just for anybody that wants to know. So, in all conclusions, this makes me sick. I like, I'm why can't this man just go away? And it's not even like it. It wasn't even like how like you know when Jordan like you know left, because at that point I was sad, or like you know because. I was sad when Jordan left. I usually be sad when a lot of like the greats leave. I was sad when Jerry Rice left. I was sad when Ray Lewis left because you're not gonna see them again. This guy, like, I just, I just wish he would go. I was sad when Peyton Manning left. Like, you know, his, his last game at the Super Bowl. I was sad for like a lot of these guys, you know, that I grew up watching. Him, not so much because he just won't go away. He just won't let well enough be alone. You got seven fucking Super Bowls, seven. Seven. I like you know what I'm saying. You are like you go on six of them with the Patriots. I like you know you by yourself have more Super Bowls than about ninety percent of ninety nine ninety five percent of the NFL. What is it that you need to accomplish? You've done everything. You've got every fucking record. You have all the Super Bowls. Like you know what I'm saying. You have all the adulations. You're gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I like what is it that you want? I like why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Is it for the money? Be like you know what I'm saying. I like, can't be for the money because your wife makes more than you do. I like your kids are set for life. You're set for life. I like what what are you doing, man? What are you doing? I like you know. I like you you running that TB12 company ain't doing it for you. It's not doing it's not doing enough for you. I like I don't know, man. I don't know. This makes me sick. Like I'm hurt. 
<laughs> because that me because that just changes the landscape to not only for me because the Jets weren't doing shit this year anyway even though we did get some good free agent signings but I'm talking about for for the guys like you that are fans of teams that are actually trying to compete you know what I'm saying this might prevent the like the LA Rams from you know repeating who knows who fucking knows? I like, you know, maybe they might stop Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying, in Green Bay. That's if Devontae Adams wants to come back to camp. Yeah, because he said he's not playing on that franchise tag because you guys are cheap and you guys are prisoners of the moment for Aaron Rodgers. You know, so who, who knows what's going to happen? It's going to affect everybody in NFC way more than it'll ever affect me. I just hate the fact that I have to see this guy's face for another year. I like, and the thing is, like, you know what I'm saying, is it's it's not that he came back it's just the way that he came back if you knew you was going to come back you should have said it you should have said that you shouldn't have made a big spiel out of, spiel about it like when John Elway like you know whenever uh they win their first Super Bowl Shannon Sharp told the story I like you know they were sitting there in the shower they were just sitting there talking and like you know Shannon Sharp said he just looks at me and like he was just like yo what are you looking at and he was like <laughs> He's like, dude, I want to know if you're going to come back or not next year. And John Elway just kind of laughed. He said, don't tell nobody, but I am coming back. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like one of those type of things where, you know, if you have that kind of communication around like the locker room and all that stuff. So whenever you do come back, everybody would just like, you know, business as usual. But it seemed like the like your teammates didn't even know. They thought you were as good as gone. They thought you were as good as gone. You know what I'm saying? But, but shout out to you for being a diva. I like, you know, I've, I've spent about 10 minutes more than I ever wanted to to rant, I like, you know, on Tom Brady, which is usually longer than I ever do, uh, do about anything on this show. I like, I, I, I have channeled my inner Ryan K, and I thought I would never fucking do this on this show. I thought I'd never want to do this on this show, but here I am fucking doing it. But that's how no, no player affects me and gets on my nerves the way Tom Brady does. And I don't hate Tom Brady. I hate Kevin Garnett, and he doesn't irk me the way this guy does. Jesus Christ. That's it for me. Fuck this, man. I like I I'm distraught. Okay. I'm distraught. So, I I figured I'd let you have the floor so um for a bit. So, uh in regards to um Tom Brady unretiring, here's what I have to say about it. So, last Sunday I saw the new Batman movie and it was fucking great. So here's the thing. So in regards to Tom Brady retiring, um, the new Batman movie is really good. (laughs) So I saw the new Batman movie last Sunday with my dad. It's three hours, and I was a little intimidated about going to see the new Batman movie because it's three hours. You know, it's a long commitment to sit here and go to the movie theater and say, you know what, I'm going to sit down. And movies are getting longer and longer. You know, the hour and a half movie is kind of dead. Yeah. And all superhero movies have gotten to be a little long and I was a little intimidated about it but I absolutely adored the cast list they had you know Robert Pattinson's one of my favorite actors Zoe Kravitz is obviously really talented Paul Dano's a really good actor he's been great in everything you ever see him in so I was really excited to go see it even though like you know I started reading up on it when it came out and I was like you know what I gotta go see this so what I have decided to do is, you know, I wanted to talk about how I feel about the Tom Brady retirement. But getting back to the Batman movie, 
So here's the thing with the Batman movie. So it's the first time you really get to see Batman be a detective. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking awesome. Like, because all that, that's a thing that the other movies were really lacking, the other Batman movies. And I love the Batman series. Like, a lot of them are really good and unique films. The two Keaton films are really interesting and unique. Um, Michael Keaton, you know, at the time he was not really taken real seriously. Mm-hmm. He was a comedic actor. Yeah. But then those movies ended up being really well done. And people still say that they think Keaton's the best Batman, which I can't necessarily really argue with that. Um, I like Batman forever. Yeah, that's yeah. Souls. Oh, yeah, and that's a, that's okay, too. The, then you have the Shoemaker Batmans, and those are fun, too. Um, you know, they're ridiculous. Um, Batman and Robin is a terrible movie, objectively. But that, that Batsuit has nipples on it. It's ridiculous. So, but you know, Alicia, then... Alicia Silverstone is fine. Yeah, yeah, she's a terrible actress, but she's fine as fucking that. And this ain't Clueless, and it's, it's a tough time for her. But so... Yeah, and then you have the Christian Bale movies um, where, you know, he talks like he f- filleted barbed wire, and um, that's rough. And then you have uh, Bat Ben Affleck, or Batfleck, as we've called him <laughs> for a while. But this movie is, across all of those movies, this is the first movie you get to see Batman doing actual detective work. Mm-hmm. It's dark and gritty, and I really like the way that Gotham's portrayed, because it's the first time that Gotham has really felt like Gotham. And in a Batman, like in a Batman universe, like because if you stop and you look at the Christopher Nolan movies, it's a very grimy Chicago. Yeah, they, this this Gotham is just Gotham. It's cool. Like they do it. They do a lot of cool things. It feels like a grimy city, but there's a lot of light. And the way that they do a lot of the lighting is by like fire or like gunfire. Mm-hmm. But then there's also like when Batman goes to the roof where the bat signal is. Yeah. You know, it's a beautiful sky, and the set design's really good, and just the writing's really good, and Robert Pattinson is a stud. Like, his... I really like the way they portray his Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. He's creepy, and, like, it's it's like he's, like, a reclusive millionaire. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, so I I was a big fan of it. His Batman, he talks in a lower register, but he doesn't have the silly Christian Bale voice. Yeah. So, you know, I just... I don't know, man. Like, I would say, arguably... You, you could say that this is the best Batman movie they've ever made, and I would agree with it, honestly. So, in regards to Tom Brady's retirement, I just wanted to say that the new Batman movie might be the, the best Batman movie they've ever made, and I'm really excited about it. Hmm. So, that's how I feel about Tom Brady's retirement, hmm. or unretirement announcement. The, the new Batman movie is good, and you should go see it. Uncharted is goaded, too. Yeah. I love Uncharted. So in case, you know, that's a little on the nose for everyone, I'm tired of talking about this fucker. I'm not talking about him anymore. I'm done. He faked us out. You don't get to sit here and fucking cock tease us with a retirement and because you're a greedy piece of shit and you want to go do a fucking farewell tour because you're a self-involved piece of shit who doesn't know how to be at home with his family. (laughs) Go fuck yourself. I will never talk about you willingly. I will troll the rest of the time we do this show that you fucking are. I'll talk about anything other than you. I don't care. I'm done. <laughs> so, the new Batman movie's really good. 
That's how I feel about the Tom Brady. If Tom Brady does something else, you know what? I, I hear Elden Ring's really enjoyable. People like that. Yeah. Or I'll just make recommendations for things that I enjoy. Or, I'm going to turn Tom Brady news into Ryan K. Recommends. recommends. Fuck out of here. That's also the new uh, the new uh, Ninja Turtle Cowabunga pack that has 13 like old school Ninja Turtle games is going to be coming out very soon. Yeah, there you go. That's how we feel about Tom Brady retiring. Come up next! Coming up next, like, you know, NFL free agency has been wild. Really wild. I like, you know what I'm saying? I like, I've had some surprises for my team. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure you've had some surprises for your team. Ryan's in hell. I like, yes. and he'll tell you why next. I like, and also we, we everyone knows why I'm in hell. It's not a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the people that hasn't listened to the show before. Right, true. And they're like, and they don't know. But, you know, we're going to have that in our quote of the week. You guys keep a lot on the scoreboard on Anchor. Oh, hi. Do motherfuckers owe you money? Have you been in an accident? Let me represent you. Here at Dashy and Dashy, we promise to get you cashy in a flashy. What? Oh, the tech. I'm leaving this shit on. You know how much this shit costs? I'm taking this shit right back after this commercial. I know what you're thinking. Dashy, how do I know you are the right lawyer for me? Don't listen to me. Listen to my satisfied clientele. Dashy got me 1.6 billion on my malpractice. He even threw in some duct tape, a bag of Skittles, and this free rush card. Not to mention the boy cute as hell. Hey boo. Uh, Dashy got me 66 million dollars for my accident. God damn, he look like you ain't never recover. Lady, Dashy got me $200 and an iPad for my slip and fall accident. I mean, the iPad was used, but... Anyway, um, here is another one of my satisfied clientele. Yo, the homie Dashie got me 3.3 jillion on my lawsuit. Still not satisfied? Maybe one of my celebrity friends could change your mind. Yo, it's your boy Hover, and you know Dashie helped me get all that cake, 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 cake. <laughs> he the only reason I could make Holy Grail. Yep. <laughs> How you think I got Justin Timberlake? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Your boy, thank you, Dashy. Ho! You can sue motherfuckers for damn near anything nowadays, including slip and fall, car accident, he stole my girl, or she stole my man. Got caught cheating, but I still wanna sue though. That motherfucker ate my lunch and it had my name on it too. Borrowed my Super Nintendo back in the day and still ain't returned it yet. Didn't follow me on Twitter. Didn't double tap my pics on Instagram and many more. Haven't been in an accident? That's okay. Hit us up. Let us know where you gonna be at and what time. We'll show up and make sure you get into one. Sure, you gonna be in a lot of pain, but hey, money heals all wounds. Need money right now? I'm talking about right, right, right now. Look, if your ass can't wait, call 555-7768, bitch. Dash is not really a lawyer. Do not trust this motherfucker. He will take your chick and all your money. How do I know? Because the motherfucker did it to me, and I thought we were boys. That's fucked up. Hey, Tyrone, what you doing in Philly? I thought you was in Cali. Man, I was, but then they said we was having an earthquake, so I had to relocate. But come to find out, the only thing was cracking and shaking was your wife's ass cheeks when I was fucking along with that stuff. Tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. 
was, hits. How was your movie, by the way? Oh, I I, mine, mine went straight to DVD, just like yours. <laughs> but it was lit, baby! What's up, guys? This is the Scoreboard Quote of the Week, brought to you by Nobody. Because we're broke. This was supposed to be a segment dedicated to people that say amazing things. But as everybody knows, we'll focus on gems like this. I would, but uh, I know where that hand's been. And this. Booties. They make sure you ain't booty. Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are. You couldn't stay off the weed. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. So with that being said, here are my two favorite guys, HBK and The Arcade. Welcome back, everybody. It's that time for our quote of the week. Ryan, I'll let you go first because I, I my, yeah. mine's short and sweet, but I think it, like, it, 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 yeah, it works. It's, it's appropriate for the cause of right. what we're going through right, right. now. Right. Um, so my quote of the week, continuing the Batman tie-in from the last segment, this dude goes, uh, I think his name is Chris Calagero um, on Twitter. He, he tweeted out, Love that Bruce Wayne got scared by bats as a kid and was like, Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to use that and became Batman. If that was me, I would have ended up as a superhero named Take Your Shirt Off at the Pool Man. <laughs> and as a chubby kid growing up, I was like, Yep. 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 That one hit a little close to home. <laughs> So, like, this one hits close to home, too. Like, my quote comes from, uh, actually, it's just like a, it's like a page. It's like a meme page. Meme dumping 24-7. And this quote is, due to inflation, a three-inch dick is now 6.5 inches. <laughs> Correct. 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 I agree. <laughs> that had me dying. <laughs> yo, yo, I saw, I saw, I saw. A, speaking, speaking of stupid, dumb shit like that, I saw a really funny thing. Some fucking idiot posted on Twitter. I don't remember who the fuck posted it, but it made me laugh like shit. Some dude said, "From now on, whenever my, whenever my homies do something cool, I'm gonna refer to it as, man, you hitting the back of my throat with that." <laughs> I was cracking. Up. I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" With that. that shit was hilarious. So you hit in the back of my throat with you can't even say that. With a I know, dude. Head. I was like, I was bitch. It's funny. Well, like, damn, Ryan, you hit in the back of my throat with that joke. Yeah, see, see, that shit funny as hell. The only person that can say that with a straight face is Cody Can. Yeah, Cody Cody Can probably could do it. He's man. the only person I know that could do it. Like, like, dang, Ryan. Like, it's like, dang, baby, you're hitting the back of my throat with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the tweet. It's, it was from Martin Rosner. He goes, telling the bros you're hitting the back of my throat every time they do something cool. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> I was fucking losing it when oh, i read that <laughs> like i was like man this is a like you be on twitter.com and you see stupid shit go viral and people be like you remember these and it's just a light bulb i know right and it's got like twenty thousand likes. likes and fifty thousand retweets and then i see that joke that's only got 120 likes I, i'm dude, like yo trash is i like fuck. i do that i hate that shit like i hate that shit well, too. Like, like kid cut who be like i'm about to have like some announcements like you know really soon it has like a million type shit but i can't wait for the announcement 
fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But something like that. But like people don't value gold on the internet. No, they I, like, don't. I, I realize that. No, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Like like I said, I I see great content online a lot that just goes underappreciated and people were like have you ever felt sad sometimes a hundred thousand retweets you're like what the fuck or or, or, or (laughs) i'm sad or i'm sad i need friends a hundred million likes yeah you just and now like motherfuckers be like i need friends too yeah that's what i'm saying it's stupid as fuck bro but yeah you 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 correct you i like it's crazy man i like it's absolutely crazy but something that's also crazy i like you know the tampering period is now free agency baby free agency official starts like you know people can actually sign tomorrow i believe yeah yeah like but the tampering people like people have agreed to deals like you know Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. and so like ryan before i give it to you i like you know i like the first team i was thinking whenever all this stuff was going down yeah i mean we can talk about a lot of the other yeah because when we when i start talking i'm I'm probably gonna i said like dude that's uh the the Chargers, I like. They ended up trading for Khalil Mack. They they paying big money for J.C. Jackson. Into it, I like. It, Fix it, the defense. That's one of their biggest problems. I say it looks like they trying to go all in. I Be- love it because that division. And I love it. That, that that division is hellish. Oh yeah, dude. Mike, dude. Mike Williams. Like they gave him the they gave him the bag. Um, you know, man. Like I. I'm super into it, bro. Like they need to fix that defense and they need to fix that right side of their O line. So I don't know if they're gonna try to fix that in the draft. They're still they Jordan Davis might be lurking for them, which he's a freak. Yeah, I don't know what the hell exactly is going to be going on. So it should be cool, man, for them. Like I, I think it's an exciting time to be a Chargers fan. You know, like you get you landed your guy with Justin Herbert. You already had a pretty good team. Um, your boy Philip Rivers is playing Midland quarterback on a bad offense with a bad offensive line, yeah. and that was helping y'all. That helped y'all get Herbert. Yeah. But so you're you're able to turn around and rebuild pretty quick because you had good receivers and a good mm. running back in place. Yes. So you know it wasn't like hellish. So like another quarter, another move like in that division, Russell Wilson is now like yeah. in that division. I like shit is crazy, bro. Shit's crazy, man. I like think about it. I like you know, uh, like Pat Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, like you know Russell, Dar- Wilson, da- Russell Wilson and Derek, and Derek Carr. Carr. In the same fucking division. I will say... And I don't care what nobody say. I like Derek Carr. I'll say this, though. That's a tough division for Derek Carr to be in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, Derek Carr is what I would refer to as an above-average quarterback. Yes. Those other three quarterbacks are not above-average quarterbacks. Those are great quarterbacks. Yes. So that's a problem. Like, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the league. Mm -hmm. Justin Herbert might be the best young young quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. And then you have Russell Wilson, who's still out here. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, he's still real good. Fucking, he put up numbers last year before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then at the tail end of the season, he was putting up numbers again. It just went under the radar because the Seahawks were already, Seahawks were already dead. So, you know... So, so they're like, uh, like, dude, like that division about to be crazy. Moves like that always tend to work out for Denver, a la Peyton, Ma- Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. They they always seem to get like because they can't draft a quarterback for shit. Yeah, they're terrible. They, they they can they do all right. The draft the draft is, as as I get older and older, the draft is more and more of a crapshoot. I swear to God, like I look at like players that like you see players get clowned for things. Yeah. 
And then you see them turn around and then do good things. Mm-hmm. But then you see them turn around and like you'll see players like that like I said, well they'll be coming out and you'll be like, oh no, like Ooh, I don't know about that Lamar Jackson, you know, yeah, and that then Jackson. Guy. I don't know about him, or then you're like, oh, I don't know about, dude. I mean, listen, I just mentioned two guys in the, the the three quarterbacks in this division that are all really good. Justin Herbert had huge question marks coming out. I thought he was mid as fuck coming out from Oregon, just because I thought he had horrible deep ball accuracy. And I thought he was wildly inconsistent. I didn't take into accounting the fact that Oregon is trash. Yeah, but so, that, but, but that's what I also told everybody right. too. Because I like I'm a USC guy, so people ask me about Justin Herbert, and I was and I, and I told you guys like it's like a couple of years ago. I like the, the real like OGs will probably remember this. I'm pretty sure you'll remember this too. Mm-hmm. I said. I like if he's in the right situation. I like I think he'll be all right. But the thing about him, which I think he needed to clean up, is whenever he's good, he's as good as anybody. But when he's bad, it is bad, and yeah, it just and, you, and you that's have, not there now. And, that, and that's not there now. So it just depends on yeah. what guy you're getting. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you get the latter, then you have a franchise quarterback. If yeah, you don't, that, it's going to be a bad time. Yeah, and and he and, he's worked out. And he's worked out. I like so. Those. But so okay, guy with question marks, Patrick Mahomes. I thought he was horrible. A lot of people thought he was horrible. And Tyreek Hill thought he was horrible when he came into camp. Yeah. He's been on record as saying, yo, Patrick was ass yeah. when he came here. He hung out with Andy. He cleaned up his release. Next year, he comes to the camp. He's balling. Yeah, like he, he was a you project know? and everybody knew. And I, I remember whenever I said that, I was like, I like, because we were talking about like where he got where he got drafted at, and they they traded up to get him. I said, don't. If there was anybody else outside of Andy Reid, mm-hmm. like I would have said this has been horrible. But since he's going to Andy Reid, I and still if, made fun of it. I remember making fun of it like crazy. He said I didn't make fun of it just because like I know. I like like if anybody knows anything about quarterbacks and don't give a fuck about what nobody else, say it's Andy Reid. I like, but people were giving him shit when he drafted John, uh, Donovan McNabb. He laughed for about twelve years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and. and that that's my thing. Like Andy Reid makes good decisions. Like you just have to trust him. But yeah. like, but my thing is, like I said, I fucking, <laughs> you know, the the only um, the only two times Andy Reid ever traded up in the draft was for Jason Peters, yeah, and Patrick Mahomes. It's only two times he's ever traded up. Jason Peters at one time was one of the best left tackles in football. He just couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't stay healthy, and then Patrick Mahomes is obviously a freak of fucking nature. Yeah. So. My whole thing is, you look at the way these quarterbacks are. So, like I said, Herbert, flaws. Mahomes, flaws. Russell Wilson was taken in the third fucking round. Yes. He wasn't even projected to be a starter. No. Charlie, no, wait a minute. Oh, like, who was that? Matt, it was Matt. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn was supposed to be the starter of the Seahawks, and then Russell Wilson won that job from him. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying, man. It, It's just fucking crazy, like, how sporadic this evaluation process is. It that, really that is. Dak Prescott was in the third or fourth round. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of these quarterbacks, a lot of these, and listen, we all laugh about Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton was a second-round quarterback. Yeah. He's been in the league for a while. Like, good for him. You know, you know? like, he's had some, he has multiple Pro Bowls. Like, dude's got He's paid. had some success, and he's gotten paid. Like, yeah, whatever. So. I so, like you can do a lot worse than Andy Dalton at your quarterback room, I tell you that. Granted, it helped he had A.J. Green. But, but at the same time, like, you know, you have to give respect where respect but, is due. But so, you know, okay, so, like, they trade they trade for Russell Wilson. And, again, 
it's a tough league. Like, yeah. you know, it's tough to get stuff right in the draft. You have to supplement through free agency. Um, it's really hard to get a lot of this shit right. It just is. And it's hard to get free agency right, too. Because you'll see your teams do things, and on paper, on paper, every free agent signing is looks genius. Good. It looks good. On, ev- on paper, every free agent signing looks good. Until it's just not. You know? Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of the big thing, but uh, so you know the Broncos pushed in. They did. They did really well because again they have trouble evaluating at the quarterback position, which like, again that's what started that rant I just went on. Like yeah, I like the Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns ended up trading for Amari Cooper and 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 he only had to give up like a fifth round. Yeah, it was like uh, a five and a six, six or something. Like they switched like fifth and sixth round picks with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it was a very, it was a very like simple nothing trade because like, you know so because the Cowboys knew they were gonna cut him because yeah. they had to. So at least they got something back for him. Yeah. But hopefully Baker Mayfield can bounce back. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, for sure. Uh, so you know, I'm trying to think of some of the more interesting things I've seen. Um, I like what my team did today. Oh yeah, I like I like what the Jets did a lot today, man. They got they got who I think. No, no, no disrespect to Brandon Sheriff or Shreff. Oh, yeah, we're we gonna talk about it. Jacksonville in a second too. Yeah, no disrespect to him, but I think y'all got the best guard available because the thing is, Brandon Shreff is more talented than Lakin Tomlinson, yeah. but he's hurt more than Lakin Tomlinson. Yeah, Lakin Tomlinson's just pretty. He's pretty. He's just solid. there. He's just there, and he's solid. Um, so y'all, you guys did pretty good with that. So we resigned Barrios. Yeah, which is great. Um, then we get uh, CJ Ozma. Yeah, who's an I'll, emerging young tight end. I like he's thirty years old, but like he's there to uh, the groom like the tight end we get in the draft. Hopefully, it'd be Trey McBride. But, yeah, uh, I didn't realize Uzuma was thirty years old. But yeah. the thing is, he he doesn't have much mileage on his. Yeah, he body don't have much mileage because he he ain't really been playing like that. Yeah. So. You know, like yeah, so we got him a three-year deal. And like, the, and the thing I liked about that is we got him on good deals. Yeah, we paid some money for Lake and Thomason, but to protect your quarterback on a rookie deal, you do that. Yeah, and, do that. yeah. And the other thing too is like y'all didn't even break the bank like y'all could have. Yeah, for him, like what was it like four years, forty million, something like that? I don't even so, know. I think it's about three years. I think. Yeah, that this like it's not the worst deal. Yeah. You know, it really isn't. It's not bad. You know, like y'all have money to spend, yeah, and we, y'all didn't break your bank open. Yeah, Jacksonville tried to break the bank open today. And well, they tried. When they did, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But like, I like the thing is, I like the aggressiveness. But my thing is, I don't like all the deals they made. They overpaid for Christian Kirk. Not no, that was horrible. I like, I'm glad Christian Kirk got his bag. But 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 no. if he's if he that dude's never had a thousand yard receiving season. Granted, he he was with DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald and like AJ. Green, yeah, yeah, but. he's had some guys. You know, so he, like the doubt that took the shine away from. Him. But how's he going to feel being like the guy? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they did that. Now, like one of the good uh, pickups of guys, my man Foley Fadakasi to help out with that run defense. He's a great run stopper. I hate that we lost him, but we couldn't afford to keep him at eight million per. I like you know that was a little bit too rich for our blood. So like you know they got like a solid, a solid, a solid run stopping guy. I like you know he. Uh, I like a guy that's good in the locker room. I like I thought they did good with that. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like they. I don't know what the terms were, but I just feel like you know, like yeah, I love. That's I love, a good guy. That's yeah, a good guy did. to have. Feel like you know on your squad. I like I hate that we had to lose him, 
But, like, you know, that was a good pickup for them. Because we knew he was going to walk because we couldn't afford to pay him $8 million. Yeah. And that's what he was going to command in the market. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I know they made some other deals, too. I like And with everything going on, they franchise tagged the left tackle, which I think they could upgrade, like, you know, from that in the draft. But them doing that, you feel like they get Aiden Hutchinson. And, yeah. like, and the thing is, like, I want... I want Trevor Lawrence to succeed. Yeah, of course. The league would be better with him being... When you have new quarterbacks coming in the league, honestly, like, you kind of want them to be Justin Herbert. Yeah. Like, it's good for the league to have young talent. Yeah. Than it is to have, oh, I don't know, dinosaurs come out of retirement after 23 <laughs> years of playing football. <laughs> It's a lot better for the league, because they, I, if you because, ask me. Because they didn't want to watch TV with their kids. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a little better, wait, I think. Wait a minute. I got to pick these cocksuckers up from school? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be a father. I want to go to bed at 8.30 every night and, wait and be selfish. Wait a minute. I got to help with homework? <laughs> yeah, I'm selfish. Selfish as a fuck. So that's what I'm saying. Nah, nah bro. Nah, bro. But yeah, miss me, miss me with that shit, dude. Like, yeah, because my thing is like you know, yeah, the Jacksonville had to pay uh, overpay a lot of players. I like wish they're a bad team, but then again, we weren't that great either. That's why I'm proud of the deals Joe Douglas made because we got value and we didn't have to break the bank. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what he's known for. Like, and I'm and, and if and if it takes too much, then we probably don't want him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just like my thing with that was spending big in free agency. I like it's either boom or bust. I like I I feel like you spend big in free agency if you're like. Like one or two players away, like like the like the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, but the Chargers did. Yeah, the Chargers know that they need to get a little better on defense, and they they've got Khalil Mack, they've got uh, Joey Bosa, they got J C Jackson. Yeah, they got J C Jackson. They still got Derwin James. They still got Derwin James, and they're gonna. They've already signed a nose tackle. Uh, they could draft Jordan Davis if they yeah. wanted to. Um, or they could take best available tackle, depending on like how the board falls. Yeah, board falls. If, so they're, if, they're, they're some, goes, if for some reason a guy like Charles Cross falls in them, they won't. no, there's no way. If no, Charles no. Cross makes it out of the first, like first ten picks, I'd be, I'll be shocked. But uh, so you know, if there ends up being a guy like that on the board that like falls to them, then you know that's pretty crazy. But uh, it is what it well, is. Yeah, well, like the Jack, the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't like in that thing. But really, I don't blame Doug Peterson. I like um, uh, Urban Meyer puts you in a bad spot. I like, no. and, and and I want to see how uh, Travis Etienne is going to play. I like, you know, I mean, they, have some, they, they have, have, have some pieces. They have some okay little pieces. That's, like you don't really know how how it's going to play out. They're a little, un, they're a lot of unknown pieces at that point. But I think. Doug Peterson is going to be great for uh for yeah for I mean Trevor he's Lawrence. he's he's always done really well with quarterbacks like always yeah so um speaking of quarterbacks we got to get this out of the way so I like Saffold I like you know went to the Bills which I think is oh yeah I like I hate it but yeah. you know but I like but hopefully he gets hurt because he's old as fuck. Well, I like, you know, I, I never want the Bills, like, you know, to be good. I was really hoping that Braxton Berrios didn't go there because there was some speculation because uh, well, they, could, got, they cut Cole Beasley. And I was like, I will be so sick. We got their uh, we got their nose tackle. So, yeah. you know, we got – so and he's like a big locker room guy. And, like, he's a really good young player for them. So, you know, we got him. So, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um, All right. So, yeah, well, let's go ahead and talk about this Kirk Cousins thing. Uh, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers signed the mega deal, but nobody cares. Nobody cares because like the details haven't even been announced. He had to be a diva about it. All right, so here's the thing: when the Tom Brady extension got announced, 
our PR guy was funny as shit. They went, hey, our fans are going to be pissed off. <laughs> Just Cause, straight cause, to the cause point. Because the, th- the thing is, Kirk Cousins is the most divisive motherfucker in the NFL. A lot of our fans are over here, but my metrics, and they touch their dicks, and they're like, he's amazing. And then there are people <laughs> that, like, watch football that are like, he's, he's not that good. Like, he's okay. Like, he's an above-average quarterback. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um... So like he's he's consistently like like the twelfth best quarterback in football. That's about as good. That's what he is. Yeah. You know he's not that great. So it's frustrating to have him be your quarterback. Fucking a lot of losing. Like he's winning the playoffs once in four years. It's stupid. But uh, so you have people that like I said that are you know they love him. Then you have people that hate him. Um, fucking. Our, our PR team was like, this is a perfect time to announce this. <laughs> like, as soon as Brady... Cause they, it was almost like they could sneak it in. Yeah. That way, we wouldn't... It wouldn't be the main story. Or, like... You know, because every, all everyone's talking about is Brady. Like, it's a brilliant PR move. Twitter didn't care about that, though. Twitter's still fucking... Vikings Twitter... Vikings Twitter has gotten... It, it's like a longer burn. Yeah. Like, it's been real funny because, like... There we have we have writers like Drew Maggery that are like by the way Drew Maggery's funny as fuck, uh, he's hysterical. Um, but there there's a lot of like Vikings people that like don't like Kirk Cousins, you know like Phil Mackey and Luke Braun. They're like this fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, and there are people that are like oh, whatever, you know. So the thing is, the logistics of it is basically like hey. So, I read a thing from one of our guys, Nick Olson, and he basically was like, so the thing is, or no, this might have been Luke Braun that said this. He's like, so the thing is, you know, realistically, this is what you kind of expected. Like, him sign a small extension just to get the cap number down this year, and we added a bunch of void years at the tail end of his deal Mm -hmm. just to fucking, you know. So, he gets paid more up front, and his cap hits are, like, lowered. So, the idea is, hey... You have one year for O'Connell to prove that he can win with this guy. And then you have another year if this year goes well. The problem I have with this fucking deal is the fucking no trade clause. (laughs) Why would you give that man, who quite frankly should go to jail for the crime of robbery (laughs) of, of between... And you know, the thing is that kills me is... He has robbed the Washington Redskins and the Minnesota Vikings. It's not even fair. Those are like little league teams. They're idiots. They don't have quarterback play. The Redskins have had one or two quarterbacks ever. They won some Super Bowls. So the Redskins aren't as fucking hapless. Which they're the commanders now, sorry. But the commanders is going to take some getting used to. Yeah. So, the Commanders aren't... They're a team that fucking hasn't had a good quarterback in... Decades. Decades. Like, Kirk Cousins was their best... Like, they had Robert Griffin and he was exciting. He tore his knee up because Mike Shanahan's an idiot. Yeah. And he never got back. And then Kirk Cousins gets there and Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He is a perennially above-average quarterback... Who puts up above average numbers, but his numbers are deceptive because you don't 
the numbers don't tell the whole story with him. And, the and they fact, never have. And in mere fact, he always gets in a Pro Bowl because people don't want to go. Yeah. Every Pro Bowl he's ever made is because people don't want to go to the Pro Bowl. It's always <laughs> like, Tom Brady didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Aaron Rodgers didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Did Matt, like Matthew Stafford didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Dak Prescott didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Like, just take your fucking pick. Like... Now, yeah. anybody that's good. They brought- Any good NFC quarterback that doesn't go to the Pro Bowl, and it's usually like five of them, yeah. then Kirk Cousins slides in there. Yeah. And that's exactly how it is. That's how it, That's how Mac Jones got in last year. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the same thing. So, like, Mac you Jones. Got, you got Patrick's Valor. Like, oh, Mac Jones. Pat, Pat, yeah, Patrick Mahomes didn't want to play in that shit because he didn't fucking care. Joe Burrow's in the goddamn Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford was in the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. Like, you have all these Pro Bowl quarterbacks that are just like, Tom, nah. Tom Brady's just like, fuck it. Tom Brady's like, I'm retiring, except I'm not, actually, but whatever. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like, fucking. You know, like, all these dudes that, like, were, like, pro- actual, like Aaron Rodgers, like, I ain't going to that shit. Are you fucking kidding me? So. I got women to bang. Uh, yeah, I got, I'm banging Sh- Shailene Woody, Woodley, even though she looks 12, and I look 57. What's that, like, they, uh, well, they broke up. They got back together. Oh, damn. Yeah, so, anyways, um. You know, you did give Aaron Rodgers props though. Whenever he, broke I did, up, I did give him props. Yeah, because broke up. Yeah, yeah, he called her on her shit, and then she was like, "Okay, but like, uh, let's get back together." Though, and he's like, "All right, dude, you, you still want, you still want, you still want this greasy fucking Cadillac <laughs> converting stealing dick?" I guess Cadillac converting stealing. <laughs> yeah, fucking weirdo. As soon as you, it, this motherfucker look like he's still copper. That's what he looked like. He looked like he's still copper out of air conditioners. Man, he looked like Keanu Reeves. Like you know, what I'm no, saying? he don't. Keanu Reeves is clean looking. Keanu I'm... Reeves has had showers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers looked greasy and grimy and rapey. I like you know, Keanu Reeves though, like with his hair can like he like he doesn't have shower though. Yeah, some. Yeah. Wait, we're speaking of Keanu Reeves, and we'll get back to free agency. I like I was visiting my mom, and I, I watched this Keanu Reeves movie called like Wedding Destination, Wedding Destination on Netflix. Oh yeah, it's her and Winona Ryder, or it's him and Winona Ryder. Yeah, I know about that. We used to have that at the store. That was a great movie. I've never seen it. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> I like, I didn't think I was gonna like it, but you know we were just sitting there watching. Like this is a great fucking movie. Yeah. I like. I would recommend just as a one-time watch. It's, it's most certainly something you should have in your. Uh, yeah. I like if you if you bring in like a breezy over. I like you know. Oh before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, before, you. before you get the draws. Yeah, dog. Because we got to be PG thirteen over here. No, no, you get that ass though. <laughs> that that'd be something. That's that's like something you like you want to put in. Like you know what I'm saying. So, to warm just, the oven. Yeah, I feel yeah, you. Yeah, to warm the oven. So like, nah, I, I feel it's, you. it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But so so nah, man. But so like I said, we sitting here. We got mid mid fuck. Kirk Cousins, I'm stuck. I, I keep thinking it's over, and it's not. It just you I, feel, you feel it, the same way about Kirk Cousins as I do about Tom Brady. But the thing is, man, Tom Brady is everybody's problem. Kirk Cousins is my problem, <laughs> specifically. You know what I mean? Like, like Tom. That's sad, but we can grieve together. Vikings fans are dumb as hell. There are dudes that cape so hard for this man, and it kills me because I'm like, y'all, and they they all say the same thing. Oh, y'all don't remember Tavares Jackson and Christian Ponder. I'm like, we do remember. We do. The problem is y'all are so scared of going back to that that you're you're so afraid of failure that you can't reach for success. I, I, I tell I tell this to Ryan all the time. Like this dude said on Twitter or like. Or on uh, TikTok said the Vikings are so scared of being, uh, so so scared of being bad that they just do enough to be mediocre. Yeah, and Adam Patrick, one of our big dudes, 
fucking who like writes for fan sided. Mm-hmm. Like he, dude, he fucking he literally wrote an article today that said that very thing. He was like the he's like our ownership is so scared of being irrelevant that because the thing is, man, I how mean, the fuck are you gonna be a no, how the fuck are you gonna be a new ownership group? And then okay, so you sit here and you fire. You fire your GM, mm-hmm. right? And I can't say new ownership group. The Wills have been there since 2006. But, like, so you you inherit this team, and then your quarterback plays bad, and then you finally land Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins isn't great. Like, he's not bad, but he's not great. Yeah. And he finesses bags better than any. Like, he's the he's in the get-the-bag Hall of Fame. Yeah. Him and Darrell Revis are the only two dudes in the NFL I've ever seen get bags like this. Well, I like Andy on. Yeah, true, true. Dion was mercenary shit before them. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, but, the way but, money but, is now. Because Dion got his money. Yeah. But not the way Darrell Revis and Kirk Cousins have. But, but because d- there was more money to get because yeah. Cap's higher. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, like, Darrell Revis is probably, like, a top 10 at his position. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's so fucking frustrating. Kirk Cousins gets paid like he's that, and he's not. <laughs> Kirk Cousins gets paid like he's a top five quarterback. He is not. That's what's so goddamn aggravating about him. Like we can't, we have problems on our team. He's so greedy and fucking horrible that like he won't. He just he won't fully guaranteed. Yeah, I want all my money. And the thing is, like this deal that he signed, he left money on the table. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. He left money on the table. I don't give a fuck. The mere fact that he has a no trade clause and all that shit's yeah, that, that shit, that shit makes me so angry, <laughs> dude. I was yesterday, I was fucking mad, bro, like <laughs> mad. And dude, I was, I, my dad, big Vikings fan. I was, I've been trying to tell him forever. I was like, bro, we gonna extend Kirk Cousins? He's like, I just don't see how the management is gonna make the same mistakes. Like you fired. Like, Rick Spielman got fired over this, and, like, like fucking Mike I, Zimmer. I mean, like, and you know, I'm like, bro, well, so I'm Larry, telling you. So, Larry, because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, bro, new management, they probably want to get their own guy. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm sure they do, but but the thing is, they're in that, they're in that, Kirk Cousins is such a fucking annoying quarterback, because you can talk yourself into he's good enough to win for you. But then again. But he's not! But then again, I also I like also just looking looking into it, like you know, say so your your general manager is black, right? Yeah, Quesi Adolfo Mensa. So I like the real guy. So like one thing I was thinking about, like you know, I was talking to somebody, and he was he was sitting there talking to me. He said, like, he was like, dude, like they have a black general manager. I like how often are like you know us getting to be general managers and having a long leash? He would have to do something, like do something, like you know, what I'm saying in order. For them to get some kind of leeway, he has no cachet. So I guess, like in his in his in his uh in his defense, he much rather ride with Kirk Cousins, cousin something that's proven and be as safe a, and yeah. be safe instead of the unknown, just, just to build and a like, little bit. Uh, no, I, I hear what you're I, saying. Like, and I was like, you I know hate what? that shit. Like, I like, I get it now. I, I hate that. Because he was like, I know, hate that so much. Because he was like, you know, as us as black dudes, like we don't get the same type of rope. So he's going with a sure thing. <laughs> I hate that so fucking much. Though. And I was like, you know what? When you put it that way. I hate that so fucking much, though. Like, just thinking about that, that's offensive to me in so many ways. That, like, like, because if that's the case, I can't imagine the dude, that that's solely the reason. Yeah. But the fact that that's even a real, like, the fact that you even said that, and that, because that's a reality, is yeah. fucking offensive. It's gross. 
Do better, NFL. Do better, owners. But the other thing is, it's fucking annoying because that might have influenced his decision. But, you know, Kevin O'Connell fucking loves Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these coaches that come, like the Shanahan tree, they all love him. Shanahan loved him. McVay loves him. Oh, fucking O'Connell loves him. Fucking Zach Taylor loved him. Like, all of these dudes from this tree. And, like, all these fucking analytics dorks are like, Man, he he's elite. Look at these fucking numbers. And I'm like, okay, numbers dorks. Here are numbers that say he's bad. Yeah. You know, he's one of the worst fucking third and long quarterbacks in the league. Like, he, he, has, he has a really high third down completion percentage. That is solely because on third and long, he takes what the defense gives him. And the defense gives him three-yard checkdowns. Yeah. And he's so stupid. Kirk Cousins is the most risk-averse motherfucker in the league. There's a beautiful article written by Arif Hassan mm-hmm. on The Athletic. It's one of the best articles I've ever written. It talks about how Kirk Cousins is a risk-averse, how he... He's a, he takes pride in being a system quarterback. and Because most quarterbacks don't like being called that. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins loves the process and film and the system. And he's a dipshit. He's risk-averse. He doesn't throw the ball down the field unless it's built into the play, and that's the read. Mm-hmm. Like, he's fucking... Mid, he's middling. He's mediocre. You would rather have a volatile quarterback like Matthew Stafford, whose floor might be a little worse than Kirk Cousins is yeah. at times. But his ceiling is to, way to, out. Yeah, to get that ceiling, Kirk Cousins, like Kirk could. Okay, picture this, ladies and gentlemen. Picture Kirk Cousins. Picture Tom Brady has just marched down the field. Mm-hmm. He has completed his Tom Brady comeback. Yeah. He's Tom Brady. Ooh, I'm Tom Brady, and I made a deal to suck the dick of the devil to constantly make fourth quarter comebacks and play until I'm 104 years old. And win Super Bowls. And win Super Bowls. Seven Super Bowls. Like, you know, three of them were with Spygate and the other four with refs. So, so whatever, dude. So, okay, imagine you've done this. This It's nightmare. That is a nightmare scenario for you. That has happened and is horrible. Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. You are asking to go down the field and win the game with, mm. like, a minute and, like, a timeout. Mm. Yeah. Nah. It ain't happening. But you know who did that? Big Daddy Matt Stafford, who's fucking got a fucking arm, and he's not a little bitch, and he doesn't fucking care if he throws picks. He, Kirk Cousins is scared of interceptions. Yeah. There's in this same article, so Jay Gruden was frustrated with Kirk Cousins when he was in Washington. Jay Gruden said, well, you know, I just wish he'd he'd play more aggressive, blah, 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 blah. Kirk Cousins said, Well, if I played the way that I am who I am, but you know, if coach wanted me to play like that, I'd throw 20 picks a year. Jay Gruden heard that and went and another because they went back and forth. Not really talking to each other. Yeah. Like, on, on on this this one point. Yeah. Like, it wasn't any, like, hostile, but, like, you know. Yeah. So, Jay Gruden was like, yeah, I just wish he'd fucking... He goes, you know, I can't scheme guys 15 yards open all the time. Yeah. And and he goes, well, you know, it's a razor's edge. And, you know, if I played like that, I'd throw 20 picks a year. Jay Gruden heard that. He goes, yeah, but you'd throw 60 touchdowns. 
that's what's so fucking annoying about him. He's yeah. accurate as shit. Yeah. But the other problems with him is he panics under pressure, um, internal pressure. He gets he runs into a lot of sacks because he has bad pocket awareness. Mm-hmm. He's bad with down two scores in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. He's terrible in that too. Because so he, so he's a good front runner. Yeah, like yeah. If we get ahead, he's fine. Oh, but another thing he's terrible at is icing drives. Like to like like if say you're I- icing up, games. So yeah, yeah so say you're up seven, and you need a dude to get a couple of first downs. He's terrible at that too. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins sucks, and I have to deal with him not one but two years. Because mm. the thing is, they're like over here, like yeah, you know his cap hit and f- fucking the next season is only thirty million dollars. You know if somebody wants to trade for him, they might would do it then. And I'm like, if he's bad enough to trade next year. He was bad enough to trade this year. He was bad enough to trade this year. Why the fuck didn't you trade him? Y'all fucking stupid and I hate you. Because nobody wanted him. Nah, I thought teams wanted him. Teams called uh, the Colts. Yeah, yeah I like, the well, Colts. There were a couple teams. We're stupid. Yeah, man. Fuck the Vikings. It's a moral <laughs> of the story. Oh, man. I like coming up next. Fuck Kirk Cousins. One more. One more. For one more. One more time. Fuck Kirk Cousins. Had to say it. Couldn't that, help it. So that's not going to be the only time. Oh, football, no. Football, football season starts. Two more playing. years of me not giving a shit about Vikings games, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we have a new coach. I can't even be fucking excited about it. Because I know who the fuck is under center. <laughs> I know him. Fuck him. Oh, man. Well, these people don't talk about him the way they talk about Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's young, man. Ain't nobody gonna be talking that shit when he's fucking a fucking pro bowler in a few years. I hope so. Book I hope it. You're right. Book that shit. He's fucking talented. I hope and if he's not, what the fuck ever? Like, like whatever, so. man. Like, Jesus Christ. I hope so. I, I hope, hope so, so, too. Jesus Christ. I hope you're right, my friend. Yes. I saw coming up User of nice things. God damn it. So do you, but you can't. No, I can't get him. This, like this whole fucking... This whole podcast is just... Just... Like, it's like... There's a per- it's like the human centipede. Yeah. Just shit into a mouth that's getting processed and turned into shit into the next mouth. Yeah. This segment is like I'm getting my mouth shit in, but then here's more processed shit <laughs> and then here's a third processed yeah. shit. This 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 podcast, this particular one, bad times. Bad, bad vibes time. all around for you. Bad boy. vibes all around. So coming up next, all your questions are in. It's mail time. We can't wait to chop it up with you guys. You keep a lot on the scoreboard on anchor. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Mr. Really, Really, Really Bad Dancer. Arms swinging, knees bending, head bobbing to no particular rhythm. 
You're either dancing or you have fleas. Call me the doctor. As soon as you hit the dance floor, the taunts begin. Is that all you got, Clea? Unfortunately, yes, that's all you got. Hold on now. Who's in the house? Some guy who can't dance. That's who's in the house. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Mr. Happy Feet, because you really put the oogie in boogie. You are listening to Podomatic Radio. You're listening to The Scoreboard with your host, Michael Hill and Ryan Kay. Catch them here every Tuesday on Podomatic Radio. It's already 110 in the summer, and if it gets one degree hotter, I'm going to kick your ass. Hey guys, it's mail time. This is the part of the show where we answer your questions. We usually expect questions like these. Tell me about Spider-Man. Why wasn't Thor in that one? Do you guys think that if MJ hadn't died, he would still be alive today? And these. What the fuck do a mermaid got to do with coffee any motherfucking way? And for the love of God, you spell check. Take it away, fellas. Appreciate it, bro. It's that time. It's mail time. It's the part where you guys get to chop it up with us. And we appreciate you guys. We always appreciate you guys' questions and, like, you know, getting involved and, and all that stuff. You guys continue to do that. So we got three questions because we're trying to get the fuck up out of here. Uh, first question comes from Lawrence from Houston. He said, Sup, fellas. Who do you see? Uh, who do you guys see trading for Deshaun Watson? Considering the fact that the Texans want a whole lot, and I think it's kind of bogus that they want three ones. Considering the fact that they got that Seattle got two ones for Russell Wilson. Um, Benjamin Solak was doing it. He's a big NFL guy. He was on today saying that David Tepper literally is like, I don't give a fuck. Get Deshaun Watson. And he was talking about it. He said that David Tepper had said to somebody, hey, I'll let Deshaun pick the next fucking coach of the team. I don't care. Mm. Well, he doesn't like Matt Rule anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, of course he doesn't. Matt Rule's a bum. So, you know, honestly, like, I think with the way that the. Um, I like bite. Because my thing is, like, I, I hear that, but if it was by any means necessary, this shit would have got done. Yeah, so I think, I think there's more on Deshaun's end. Like, you know. Yeah, well, because Deshaun has to waive his no trade clause. Yeah. And he's meeting with all the teams that want to meet with him. Yeah, like, except Indianapolis. He's not meeting with Indianapolis. I think that that was mm. off the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause Houston's like, we're never going to trade you to a Division rival. Uh, yeah, we'll never do that. So, yeah, they're off the table. So, uh but yeah, like so Miami was off the table. Like, yeah, the Saints might be. The Saints are the other team. Like the Panthers and the Saints seem like the two front runners. But there's uh, without Sean Payton, I don't think he wants to go there. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, and they don't really have good receivers um, outside of Michael Thomas. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of Michael Thomas. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, like he's slant god. Uh, so 
you know, like he gets open. He's yeah, a good player. Yeah, yeah. But... You kind of wonder how much of that was Drew Brees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do, and I do wonder how much of that is Drew Brees. So I was like, uh, Drew Brees have made a lot of receivers money. Yeah, Mark, Marcus Colston, Devery Henderson. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Like, and those guys were not very good. Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Jimmy Graham wasn't very good either. Um, so, um, yeah. I think Carolina seems like the only only place. I like if Dave Tepper saying that. I like because the thing is, like they want they want three ones and they want Jeremy Chin and Brian Burns. That, that was one thing I heard originally, which is like they're gonna have to come off of some of that. Like they, yeah, they, they got to come insane. off some. Because the thing is, the, the Texans have much less leverage than they're acting like they do. Yeah, because he doesn't want to be there. He's not gonna play for them. Yeah, and like he had legal troubles, and like he still got around that. Like and teams still want him. Yeah. Like they, yeah, no, like that's that's some silly shit, you know, like for real, for real. Yeah, like it's crazy, dog. Just for the mere fact, like, like I had, and I had to get on Clemson fans, you know what I'm saying? For a second, I understand, like you know, whenever he was going through his legal troubles, like y'all, y'all motherfuckers were quiet, quiet. Now, yeah. now all of a sudden this shit come out, and then all of a sudden, like I like I believed in him the entire time. I like where was that? Whenever that shit was going on, I don't. I don't believe in him. I like him. And, and I love this man. I loved him. Nobody was more disappointed in this shit than I was, believe me. I made my peace with it. I'm like, hey man, where there's smoke, there's fire. You got twenty two K you got twenty two women. You you might have some of those girls might have been out of pocket, but if there's twenty two of them, if even one of them's telling the truth and one out of twenty two seems like a pretty decent odds, yeah you know I mean that's kind of my thing, like. But also, like I said, I have to wait till everything's getting out. People tend to forget these are professional athletes and their targets. Of course, and that's why I'm saying I can't imagine all 22 of these girls are being truthful. However, the fact that there's 22 girls that could even make a case says that there probably was some sketch behavior going on. Maybe. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's a tough situation. I mean, I I've been consistent with it the whole time. I, say like, got, I didn't want to believe that of him, but it's just it's just too much. Say, like, and I'm like, the, hey, man, say, whatever. And, and you got to think about it, too. Like, you know, people try to claim Kobe Bryant as a rapist and really the shit was consensual. Yeah, so like I said, I mean. So it's just it's one of those things like that. So, like, you know, it's what, like, and the thing is, like, you know, Kobe ain't raped that girl. I like, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you have that kind of clout and when you're that elite, you don't need to rape anybody. I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you probably asked for it and, like, you wanted to pay for it, but you don't need to rape anybody. It was just like how, like, Johnny Manziel said. Stephen A. said it perfectly. He said, when you got as much money as he does, and this is when he was still at Texas Tech, when you got the type of money and resources that kid does, and you can play football the way he does, you don't have to chase them. They chase you. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying there's no no thing about it, but people tend to forget these are professional athletes. These are, aren't regular guys. They're, 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 listen, obviously, but like I said, just for me, like, you're a little bit more closer to it than I am, but I like I'm just I, I I'm separating like you know, like you know saying the cookie cutter choir boy Clemson thing from like you know he's out in the real world and these are athletes. Like I'm not saying that they're they're not above reproach because athletes do do crazy shit. My thing is, when it comes to women and stuff like that, a lot of people tend to forget like you know. Women love athletes, and they are targets. Like, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll do anything and, to get checked. But, but the same the same thing can be said in the opposite direction, though. Yeah. That, like these men have power and money and influence. The women can be the targets too. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like you can't just blanket. It's both things can yeah. be true. 
So, like, yeah, men are targets because of their money and but, their but, fame. But, 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 but these but, girls are targets because these guys have money and fame. And also, like, you know, they, so, but then again, the women give those guys power because they have money and fame. They don't give the power to, like, you know, regular dudes. Yeah, so, like I said, man, like, it, it, It's just like, you know, it's just like a, the thing of philosophy. I like, you know, I like, he's gotten through ten of those cases. I, I like, or he's not been indicted. The, 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 there's no criminal charges. Yeah. There's not a criminal charge in sight. And it's hard to get criminal charges proven. Yeah. That's just on, on stuff like this, and it's one of the most frustrating things for sexual assault survivors. Yeah. Is that it's hard for criminal charges to be proven. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating for them. Yeah, like, and it's just my thing. It's just like, it's all like my thing is that people tend to have revisionist history. I like, you know, if he did this, I like, you know, he he should be excoriated. But my thing is, y'all didn't have that energy with Ben Roethlisberger when he was going through his shit. That's just all I'm saying. That that, that that's all I'm saying. I like y'all can y'all can hate me all you want to, but I was there whenever that shit was happening. People were swiping that under the rug. I like you know, and that woman actually wanted this motherfucker to go to jail. Yeah, you know. But um, second question comes from Jesus from Cali. He said, "How's it going, fellas? Ryan Garcia is coming back in the ring soon. What are you expecting from him after his long layoff?" I don't even know who he's fighting. The, who's, uh, he, who's he fighting? Somebody. Some tu- some, just some tune-up fight? Yeah, somebody that I don't care about. Rust. The, that's about the simplest way I can say. Just Rust. I like, so somebody I don't care about. I like, because, you know, it, it's getting to the point, like, I love me some Ryan Garcia, but until he starts fighting, like, better opponents, it's just, like, the less and less I'm going to stop caring. Right. You know what I'm saying? I like Devin Haney out here putting in work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? David Haney out here been calling calling you out and called Golden Boy out for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Ryan Garcia is about to be like in his mid twenties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like and David Haney just said, dude, you're just a social media star. And I heard there's been uh, there's been tr- kind of trouble in his camp. Like him and Canelo aren't really seeing eye to eye like that right now. Because Ryan kind of threw like the trainer up under the bus, and Canelo Canelo's like, yo, we don't do that here, bro. Right. Yeah, so we don't do that here, man. Yeah. So like, so there's just a lot of other shit going on, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like I seen like a video with him and Sean like sparring. Sean looks like he's badly out of shape. Like he looked like he didn't got a little bigger because mm-hmm. he hadn't been in the ring in a while. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. What going on? Like I said, Rust is what I expect from him, and I I'm with you, man. I just want to start seeing him. I just fight want, real motherfuckers. I just want to see him fight like you know, saying quality opponents. Devin Haney has done it. Yeah. yeah, like and he's been doing it, and he's been calling out quality dudes, but they don't want to see him. Yep. I like, you know, what I'm saying he's been calling out Lomachenko forever. There's a reason why Lomachenko, Lomachenko has other problems right now. Yeah, though, that that rhyme with Ukraine and Russia. But this is before that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I know. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm that. saying, like right now, yeah, like yeah, we, we ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about that. But yeah. I was talking about before. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, you're right, though. You know, what I'm saying like that was always a thing. This just ain't something. Yeah, new. Devin Haney wants to fight Javante Davis. He wants to fight fucking like Ryan Garcia. He, 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 he wants to fight everybody. So anybody that's good, or like you know, he even said like you know at some point he said I'm gonna have to see Shakur Stevenson, and I like and I look forward to that because because I like that kid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like he said, he don't even put Ryan Garcia in the same like you know category as Shakur Stevenson, and I think he's right. I, I don't think, think right. Ryan Garcia could fuck with Shakur Stevenson. No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody really in that way in that in that area. Yeah, that they're actually Shakur Stevenson is actually about to fight to unify uh, those belts, um, whatever weight class he's at. I can't fucking remember. Um, 
So, yeah, he's, he's got a fight scheduled, like, to fucking unify those belts. So, that'll be, that should be a banger. But, uh... Yeah, like, he's really cool. He's really good. Like, he said, as far as, like, you know, the, like, young talent, it, like, it's him and Devin Haney. It yeah. used to be Ryan, but Ryan's behind those two. Yeah, I agree. By a lot. Yeah, cause he, because, because his head just ain't... His head ain't in, in it. And, like, you know, and I, and I kind of question how much he really wanted. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, like, I think that he's been a dude that's always been naturally gifted. And I think that... But, but he's been injured, and he's had his time off. And I think that a little bit... Now that he's actually made some real money, there are dudes that sometimes escape their situation and they get clout. Mm-hmm. And it's that thing we talk about uh, a lot of times, like with basketball players. Some dude, like Draymond Green, was like, there are some dudes that love hoop and there are some dudes that love the lifestyle that hoop affords them. Yeah. Does Ryan Garcia like, bo- does Ryan Garcia really love boxing or does he love what boxing gives him? Yeah. So, I mean, you could ask that question. I think it'd be a fair question to ask. It's just a fair question to ask. And my thing is, like, you know, if that's the thing, you got to have, well, like, who are the people that are in your corner to keep you straight? Devin Haney has that. Oh, yeah. Like, his father, I like, you know what I'm saying, make sure he be up on his ass. Yeah, Sean Porter always had his dad to rely yeah, to be, on. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying, like, to be up in his ass. So, like, so, he just need those type of figures that he respect. They'd be like, hey, man, you out here fucking up. You need to, you need to get your shit in gear. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, at this point, this shit's bigger than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? People are depending on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to be sharp. And right. that's one of the things I always respect the Floyd Mayweather for. Right. He was always sharp. Right. Always sharp. So, the last question comes from comes from Jorge from Tennessee. He said, yo, Ryan, he said, looks like our legend Freddie Freeman is gone. How are you hanging in there? Trash. Trash. Absolutely horribly. Um, so, here's the thing. Um... I hate Liberty Media. Fuck Liberty Media. What kind of shit is that? Is that like a tele? That sounds like a I television station. <laughs> I don't fucking know what they own. I don't know what they do. I don't know what shows or news networks they run. All I know is that they're, they're the fucking Fred- ass. They're the reason Freddie Freeman's not wearing. They can a- kiss my fucking ass. They, they, yeah, they, they have like ownerships and Sirius XM and Formula One, and they the Braves. Fuck, fuck, you know, fuck them, fuck. <laughs> you know, the only, the only good thing and solace I take from this is that I could probably get a Freddie Freeman uh, baseball jersey for kind of cheap. That was what I thought about doing, but I honestly, it just make me sad to buy that motherfucker. Why? You're not a, even a jersey guy. Well, I was I, I was planning on trying to get some, get a jersey or two because that was a thing me and my friend Dylan were talking about doing after we won. Like, we had agreed to buy each other jerseys after we won the NLCS, and we just haven't got around to it because yeah. you know the shop was fucking crazy after the World Series, and I just think it's the biggest fucking gaffe you could make to win a World Series and you let the face of your franchise walk the year the year. After you win a World Series. Yeah. That is such a fucking blunder. You were all-time ticket sales. People are excited about the Braves. They are the reigning World Series champ. Your window to win a World Series was open before you were even expecting it to be. Yeah. You've won a World Series ahead of schedule. You have a window of the next four to five seasons to realistically be competing for a World Series. Huh, did you notice I said four to five years? Huh. 
Freddie Freeman's contract would have been six years. Crazy! That's so weird! He only batted 300 and led the team in home runs in the postseason? Crazy stuff! And he definitely was the guy that was around when we were rebuilding all those years. After Frank Rind put us in hell. Like, so you, Crazy stuff! So you know it's a big deal when the general manager is uh, like torn up about it. Dude, there was a video of Alex Anthopoulos crying. Like he, I, they, he was talking. He's like, this is. He was like, it's a tough deal. Our ownership was so stubborn. They would, they were, they clearly told Alex, this is what you can pay him. Yeah, like, this is what we agree. This is what we will pay him. Well, the thing is, I look at you, look at you like that when I look at that whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, would, I would ask any Braves fan this. Like, you guys won the World Series, but at what cost? Like, well, right. was, was it worth losing to get this World Series? I like, and, I like, and I feel like that's a legitimate question to ask because you're happy about the World Series, but yet, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, really painful. So, so it's just like, that's why I ask. Like, I've never. It, 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 championships come you, at a price. I like, yeah, was it worth you, it? You don't, see, you don't see a year after a championship. A team like the Yankees win the World Series in that offseason. They let Derek Jeter go. You don't see stuff like this. You d- no other team, I don't think, has ever done a thing like this. Because other teams have owners. You guys just have like a group. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's bonkers to me. Like when the Phillies won that World Series against the Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. the next year they were in the World Series again. Mm hmm. With the same team, mm-hmm. basically, and then the next year after that, they still had basically the same players. Mm-hmm. Jason Worth walked over eventually, and so did Shane Victorino. Mm-hmm. But like, it didn't happen instantly. The only time I've ever seen this is the Marlins. The Marlins would win a World Series and they blow it up because they had to. Yeah, because they were just a cheap team and mm-hmm. like they couldn't afford to. They pay, can't. Yeah, they couldn't afford to pay all those. I've guys. never seen anything like or, this. Or the Diamondbacks. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never seen. But the thing is, with the Diamondbacks too, is like Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson were mercenaries. Yeah, that you went and signed. You pushed in for those guys. Mm-hmm. Randy Johnson stuck around for a while. Yeah, after he that. stuck around. Like Kurt Schilling went to Boston. Yeah, Randy that, that's Johnson what. That's stuck. what. But that's Randy Johnson was your core centerpiece mm-hmm. on that team. He was your best player on that team. Mm-hmm. Did he walk? Nope. But then again, I don't know how the contract situation was. Was he, was he still on contract? I'm just saying it is bad shit, crazy to let the best first baseman in baseball. Fuck Paul Goldschmidt. Fuck Matt Olson. <laughs> Vlad's not really a first baseman. I, I, I saw like Matt Olson's your guy. You got you got to you got to rally behind him. He's did, fine. Like I'm not even I'm not even trying to clown him. This ain't about him right now. I ain't trying to clown him. Nice kid, good player. I'm not trying to. It, I'm not saying fuck him because of fuck him. I'm just saying the way I feel about the first base position in the in Major League Baseball. There's Freddie Freeman, there's 50 feet of crap, and there's every other first baseman. And I'm not trying to be melodramatic, and I'm not trying to be a homer. There are other positions that I feel this way about in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Realistically, in center field, 
It's Mike Trout. It's 50 feet of crap and every other fucking center fielder. And that's some disrespect on some good center fielders' names I just threw. George Springer. I just disrespected some guys. I don't give a fuck that I did. Third baseman, Nolan Arenado. There's Nolan Arenado and there's 50 feet of crap. That's what it is, bro. Like, I don't care. And that's, there's really, that's the way it is. And a lot of positions. There's one guy that's better than the other guys. Yes. There's always one. Jose Altuve is still the best second baseman in baseball. I'll ride for my boy Ozzy Albies all day. Jose Altuve is still the gold standard over there yeah. right now. At shortstop, eh, that's a complicated position. There's a lot of badass motherfuckers over there. Yeah. But, you know, catcher right now. I'd say the best catcher in baseball is Wilson Contreras. Yeah. He's the youngest, and he's probably the best. Mm-hmm. The Cubs are AIDS. But it just it is what it is. Yeah. So like I said, man, you have this guy, and he's the guy at the position. First baseman, he's a multi multi time Gold Glove winner. Mm-hmm. Fucking Silver Slugger wins an MVP. Fucking in the game in the clinching game, fucking drives in multiple runs and hits a fucking dinger in his last at bat for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Hell of a way to go out. Hell of a way to end yep. your career. Love you so much, Freddie. You're the fucking man. Um, I know you posted like you know what I'm saying like of course a, I did I just I just posted a picture of him I just said thank you for thank you for everything it was like your profile picture I thought y'all I had changed it. no I changed it and I just I just wanted to do something because I was like man that's fucking bullshit fucking so here's the thing man Matt Olson's a really nice player he's probably the second best first baseman in baseball Alex Anthopoulos got fucked by our ownership group. But the thing and is, the fans got fucked by our ownership group. I like, but the thing with what AA is like, you know, he wanted that deal. Done. I like, he wanted that deal done, so the fans Very really obvious. can't be can't be mad at him for no. that. That this is on no, his own. Absolutely, ownership. it's a Liberty Media. Everybody's known the entire time that Liberty Media is cheap. They don't want to pay him. So, so you got to think about eight eight billion dollar company don't want to fork out a six year of twenty ish million. What the, to a guy. But the only thing I like, I feel about horrible. That, the only thing I feel about that is like it's a good thing you guys got Albie Albies for super cheap. Uh, guys, yeah, we got a Cunha on that extension. You got yeah. Cunha on that extension because, like you know, yeah, who's to say that they might want more money? Yeah, and I, and I, and I, I wouldn't oh, think that they will. But here's you know, the, here's the thing, man. In about in about three seasons, we gonna have to look at Acuna and be like, hey, man, we gotta extend you again, big dog. What you want? Dead ass. But my thing is, like, you know, they were they were being cheap with Freddie. Yeah, they're cheap with everybody. I like you gotta think. I like, you know what I'm saying? People are gonna eventually be up in his be up in his ear. They'd be like, yo, you can get way more than this. It it would all have to depend depend on Acuna whether he wants to be loyal or not. Yeah. I like you know him a lot better than I do, so I don't I really don't know where he's he like he, he him and Ozzy are best friends. Yeah. Ozzy's there, he's there. It's a good situation for both of them. And you know they they they're like family, yeah. like real talk. Like they're like close, close. Yeah. So the thing is, that's Ozzy's hometown team. Mm-hmm. Ozzy's from Curacao. All Curacao players are big Braves fans because mm-hmm. of Andrew Jones. They all ride for their boy Andrew. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, we get Acuna. We have Albies. That's a dream come true for Albies. Mm-hmm. Growing up was his favorite team was the Braves. That's why Albies took that stupid. Deal that yeah. he took that's so cheap. Yeah, he's grossly. Yeah, that. yeah, because he wanted he wanted fucking. He's like, hey man. He's like, Acuna is my boy. I just want to be here, 
and I want to give us a chance to win games. Yeah. You know, he's like, this is life-altering money for me. Like, regardless, like, I ain't worried about it. Yeah. You know? So, and, well, Acuna, I, and Acuna signed for pretty cheap. Like, it was like a re, very long extension for only $100 million. Like, yeah, for, like, the type of player he is. It's silly. He's yeah. one of the best young players in the game. So, you know, whereas you think about the bags that, like, fucking, like, Tatis. And all them are going to get. And, like, Wander Franco. Yeah. Like, Tatis already signed a fucking huge extension. So did fucking Wander Franco. Yeah. They they got way more money than Acuna did. Mm-hmm. So, that's what I'm saying. Liberty Media, cheap as hell. They just, they are what they are. They cheap as fuck. So, the thing is, it's bad, man. It's just a bad time. And the thing is, I, and the, the long-term ramifications of it really bug me. Are we going to sit here and be able to fucking sign dudes? Because there are dudes like Tyler Matzik and, like, Dansby Swanson that loved Freddie. They're going to be, they're fucking Max, Max Freed. Like, are these dudes going to want to stay here? Yeah, because of that shit. Yeah, that was the that was the your guy in the clubhouse. He was the leader of the team. Yeah, leader of the team. And, the and leader. Of it, the team. It's it's one of those type of things where you make a good make up a good point because they're looking at it like if they're gonna do that to him, exactly. They're, they're the, it's bad for business long term. Yeah. I don't understand how they don't see that. Like you know, say so they're gonna do that to that guy. I, I can understand they'll be like, you can do that to me, but you're gonna do it to that guy. That's what I'm saying. Like that's gotta be bad for business, bro. Like I just can't. It doesn't. It doesn't send a good sign. It just don't send. It's not. A, it's not good vibes. And so we have Matt Olson under control until 2023. Mm-hmm. So we got two seasons of Matt Olson for four prospects. Uh huh. Shit. Shit. <laughs> like I like Matt Olson. He's a nice player, man. Gold glove defender. This past year, figured it out, you know. Fucking, he had a nice little season. Mm-hmm. Fucking all-star. Fucking, you know, banged out like fucking 40 home runs. Yeah. 111 RBI. Nice. Nice player. Mm-hmm. He goes through spells. Bad ones. Where he strikes out a lot. Yeah. I've seen it. I watch a lot more baseball than most fucking people. I know these players. This motherfucker goes through some streaky, he's a, some streaky shit. Streaky player. This last year was his first year where he looked pretty consistent. We're talking about batting 271 or some shit. Well, but the thing about you know what I mean, the thing about this is though, like you know, he's gonna have some protection around as opposed to he did like in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, no, uh, he had some, but he had some protection in Oakland. Oakland can hit. I mean, they, they hit, think. but they're not Ronald Acuna level people. I like it. He's not gonna be the main guy. He has to be protecting Ronald Acuna. The that's pro- a, that's the, a different the, thing. The, the biggest problem. The biggest problem with the way this team is now, it Matt Olson went into this is the worst situation he could have went into. Yeah, literally, you literally were traded to replace the best first baseman in baseball because they wanted to save a little bit of money because they cheap. I feel bad for him. I feel so bad for him. Our fans are going to be nightmarishly horrible to him. And like, and it's unfair. It's unfair as fuck. Like, you Braves fans need to be classy. They, they won't be, though. And the yeah, thing, you won't be. The thing is, like, you know, because my thing is, that's a lot of pressure to put on a kid. It wouldn't surprise me if he comes out flat-footed. Mm-hmm. I expect him to. I expect him to suck dog shit until the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Just because of the unfair amount of pressure that's on him. This is way worse than being a free agent and signing somewhere. Yeah. This is way worse. Yeah. You were traded specifically to replace, replace. the face of a franchise. Yeah. Could you imagine? Hey. It's, yeah, it's not like he left and they were like, all right, you're, you're next up. Hi. We're trading Randy Johnson for a left-handed pitcher. 
You think that goes over well? Nope. For that that left-handed pitcher? Nope. Not at all. Hi. We're trading Derek Jeter for a shortstop. For a shortstop. You think that goes over well? Nope. No, it probably doesn't. Then again, like I said, we have an owner. Y'all don't. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like just you got to think about like because there aren't a lot of players that you look at and is like, hi, we're the law, we're we're the Angels. Mm-hmm. We let Mike Trout walk and we traded for a center fielder. Mm-hmm. Horrible look. Mm-hmm. It's bad and it's unfair as shit to the kids stepping in. Yep. Matt Olson is an Atlanta kid. You know, it's his hometown team. Like especially, like you know, what I'm saying, if he didn't, uh, especially if Freddie ju- uh, wanted to be there, he did. Oh, like you know, so that makes it even worse. Now it's one thing where you know, it's one thing where you want him to come there, and he'd be like, "Eh, I'm not really," because at that point, it depend. That could be more device. They'd be like, "Oh man, take the money. They want you to come back." But the mere fact he wanted to come back, and like you know, the fans know him, and you'd be like, "You know what? Fuck you. You take this." I see a lot of our fan, fan our fans are being really reasonable on Facebook and like Twitter. Surprisingly reasonable online. It's surprising to me, really. And truly, it's very I think surprising. I think a lot of them like like, but, like Cody Kane who's a friend of the show. He he's probably been the most reasonable person. Yeah. I like, you know. Yeah. And you know, like I, I'm I'm being pretty reasonable about it too. I've said the entire time I'm like, hey man. Alex Anthopoulos did the literal best thing he was allowed to do. Yeah. Literally. Like, you can't have Freddie Freeman. You trade for Matt Olson. That's the thing. I like, and, That's the thing you and, did. And, 100% like, is And the thing. thing is, we don't even know what went down, like, in the meetings. Like, you know. No. Nah. It must have been, he, it must have been trying to pull teeth to get the, to get for him to try to get. They up. were really far apart the entire time. And, obviously, the fucking, you know, the strike happened. Nothing changed. Um, so, you know, that's that's the big problem. They were far... They didn't... Liberty Media didn't want to commit to him for a sixth year because he was 32. They would be like, oh, will you be 38? And we don't care about that. We won a World Series without Acuna. We don't need you. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Acuna ain't Freddie, man. Yeah. Freddie just consistently hits 300. Acuna is more exciting than anybody. Yeah, more explosive. But the thing is, Acuna is like Acuna is much more likely to get hurt because of how he plays. That outfielders just are hurt more in yeah. general. Fucking the you, the scouting report on Acuna is pitch him inside. Yeah. He gets hit all the fucking time. He is hit by pitch as more as like as much as anybody. Yeah. You're telling me that doesn't lead to broke hands and wrists? Yeah, it does. It's a, I'm not even a baseball guy, and I, I'm not, I, and I noticed Silly. that. I was like, dude, they're jamming him inside. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's the way you that's the way you pitch him. It's the only thing you can do to him. And what's crazy is he still hits home runs there. Yeah, but it's the only thing you can do. That's the only strike part of the strike zone that's safe. That's a little bit you yeah. can get him at. Yeah. So because of the way his swing is, so. It's fucking stupid. I think about the cold streaks that Acuna goes on, man. And like last year was real different because Acuna was having an MVP season and he tore his knee up. Yeah. You know, I think about the cold streaks he goes on, though, and he's went on before in his yeah. career. 
Freddy's not like that, dude. Nah. Like, just he's just not. Like, so sometimes, for like, you know, Freddy wouldn't even strike out ten times in a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, an Acuna boy, when Acuna right, boy, them K, them K's get, get they go, they there. K, 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 K. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a clan rally. <laughs> There's a lot of K's up in that bitch. Yeah, you know I mean, so. So that's what I'm saying, man. It's fucking stupid. Like I, I, like I love, I love Acuna. I cape for him. He's one of the most exciting young players. I would say that Tati, it's Tatis, him, and Soto in that order. Yeah. Wander Franco has crept into that conversation. Yeah. Um, and will be. It might be a big four instead of a big three. Yeah. But so, like I said, for my money, man, Acuna's the shit. I love him. Is he ready for this? I don't know. Is he ready to be the the guy? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if he is. We're going to have to find out. And we don't have a choice. But the thing is, like I said, man, I just feel so fucking bad for Matt Olson. Mm-hmm. I can't get over that. This is a this is one of the better first basemen in baseball. And, and has been. And it's not going to care. And, gonna and our fans, the second, because Matt Olson's a streaky hitter. He has games where he strikes out four times. Mm-hmm. Freddie don't really do shit like that. Yeah. We've been spoiled. Now, I will say when Matt Olson's hitting, Matt Olson fucking hits dingers. Yeah. Like, he'll fucking be like, yep, I hit five home runs in three days. Yeah. Like, it's stupid how hot he can get. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. I was, te- I was telling, I- I've been telling anybody, oh, listen, kid's going to have to come out and bat 400 and not make an error for a month. Yeah. It's unbelievable. The pressure we have put on him. And not strike out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just fucking... It's unbelievable. But yet, bat 400, hit 10 home runs, and not make an error. That's yeah. what his April is going to have to look like. Yeah. That's not fair. Not a Not bit. a bit. I hate it for him. He's going to have a bad time. So, like, we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna check and see that, though. I like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. I like, you know... Yep. We don't even know where Freddie's going to be The at. Dodgers. That's where it's looking like, and I'm pretty sure. Christ. I'm pretty sure when it happens, y'all motherfuckers gonna want us to talk about it. But yeah, but Christ. other than that, I said that's the end of our show. Uh, Horrible sports week for you, boy. <laughs> Absolutely one of the worst ever. Fuck sports. I was like, you know, NFL free agency. Fuck. I like, you know, MLB free agency. Fuck. I never thought I would say that. In the same time, you know, we're getting ready for that. So I was thinking about doing a preseason preview, but the way shit's going to be going, I don't think Fuck. it's going to happen, guys. Got like a shit's going to be moving fast now. So just like we won't, we won't get the, we won't get a chance to get to everybody. So that's just how. Because usually we do this like a month before, month and a half before the season start, and I don't think we're going to be. Didn't, even, that time. didn't even really get to enjoy my Braves World Series because we fucking let the fucking face of the franchise go. It's disgusting. Disgusting. It's just fucking disgusting. Because realistically, you look at any fucking World Series, if you're a World Series bereft, you would say that it's worth it to give up any player. The Chicago Cubs gave up one of their young prospects to get a role to Chapman to help solidify, and it's worth it. Yeah. And, you know, they're rebuilding now, but it was worth it when they did it. it. And here we are. We let the fucking best first baseman in baseball go. Shit sucks, bro. Just AIDS sucks. I like you know. Can't it, even enjoy. I I didn't eat like it. It puts such a sad. It's a such a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. I'm supposed to be going to a game in a few weeks. I kind of don't want to go now. 
I'm gonna need you to go because I'm, I'm gonna need, have I, to, but like, because I need to know. Uh, I gotta go. I, I gotta go with my boys. I gotta fucking. I gotta spend time with my boy Cody Can. Like, I need to know what the temperature like up there with put up for them for them fans. Yeah, I need to know. But like AEW is going on, like you know hockey is going on, like I said, like free agency is going on. Like by next week, I like you know we'll have like a better landscape. Because there's pretty, I'm pretty sure there are other big names out there, so we're going to yep. have a better. At that at that point next week, you'll be like smaller names that nobody care about. So we're going to cover that some more next week, and hopefully, like, hopefully, Freddie Freeman finds a home. Hopefully, we get Carlos Carrera. Carrera, but like that's what I want. Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Right yeah, that that makes sense. Like you know, because Freddie Freeman never made sense, but Carlos Carrera does, and I hope so. So. Yeah, I like you guys be good. You guys be safe. Fuck Tom Brady. Stay home. Fuck Kirk Cousins. Yeah, go to another team. Get hurt. <laughs> Just get hurt. Yeah. Tear your ACL this year. So we bomb and we can draft a quarterback next year, next season. Get rid of your bum ass. <laughs> That'd be goaded. We get to draft Bryce Young, horny old man. Let's get it. Horny old man. <laughs> oh, man. All I say, you guys be awesome. We'll be back better than ever. Peace out. Later, guys.